Nicole was your typical hopeless romantic, moonlighting as a fanfiction writer. Claudia was a hard-headed activist with a YouTube channel and the mysterious past. When Nicole hit a deep funk in her writing, Claudia suggests one of her hidden passions, romance novels. Now the two have fallen into a world of endless handsome hunks, doe-eyed damsels, and lascivious lovers. It is now their sacred duty to rank these novels on three criteria. Their steaminess. I had to fan myself off. Their dreaminess. She's not missing anything without him, but he makes her life better. And their meaniness. Cal wouldn't be in some small town pie eating contest. That's not why he left me. <laughs> Join our heroines every other week as they overcome unhealthy relationship archetypes, thesaurus abusing authors, and anatomical inaccuracies to prove that love can conquer all on the Three Little Words podcast, only on the Moonshot Network. I confess that I possess the sweetest charms in town. And unless I miss my guess, the boys will follow me around. I could make a music master, drop his fiddle, make a bald head, a man put his hair in the middle. I'm a red hot mama, red hot mama, but I have to turn my temper down. My dearest mother, I am writing you today to let you know that since the first time I walked into MILF Manor, uh, I've been excited to do a podcast about it with you. How are you doing today? Well, I'm doing great, but I didn't realize I was supposed to have written a, a, a letter. I should have gotten <laughs> that uh, from from this uh, this week's episode. You but, didn't get uh, a, you didn't get whew. a text on your MILF phone that was like, "I need you to leave I didn't home write for you a little a letter. bit and go right." <laughs> No, if I'd thought about that, I could have, you know, played that up. So, <laughs> all right. Well, hey, mom. Uh, hello, everyone listening. Welcome to Mild Mannered, the only mother son podcasting duo who are daring to tackle uh, MILF Manor, the TLC Hot Mom Dating Show. We're on I'll Always Love My MILF, the final episode. Mom, are you excited to get into the final episode? Are you, or are you more excited to be done? Well, I was, I was, uh, um, it was a little underwhelming, but, uh, <laughs> <laughs> this show, you know, for a show that has started off with a bang, um, causing people to, you know, be up in arms about the title and the topic and where this could lead people astray. Um, this is, it, it really, uh, you know, I think you coined it better when you named the title of this podcast mild mannered because <laughs> MILF manner is pretty mild. Actually, I, so. Yeah. I, I didn't know how prophetic I was being when I just landed on this as a name. Okay. I, I think yeah, it should be I, uh, mild MILF manner. <laughs> I, I keep an eye on um, like I'll, I'll search Twitter while it's airing and things like that. Nothing. I'm not getting deep into the conversation. Honestly, I, <laughs> I record a podcast about the show every week, and that's as into the conversation as I want to be. Uh, listeners right. might notice that I don't talk about the show in our Discord channel. I've said all I need to say. <laughs> I don't need to get any further. Um, but I, I I keep an eye on things and see if there's anything worth bringing up. And uh, one of the things that I've been getting a lot is people being like, yeah, for all the like, hand-wringing about this show and all of the writing about this show being the moral rot of America – it sure is a boring show. <laughs> I know. I guess we've just been desensitized. I don't know, but um, <laughs> I, I don't even think it's that. I think it's just 
I just think it's I think, boring. <laughs> I just <laughs> exactly. Well, yeah, <laughs> I'm excited to get into uh, this finale with you because um, we're starting. Hey, mom, truth or dare? Oh no, I'm not playing that with you. I don't <laughs> listen. I don't play truth or dare with anybody because I. I, I, listen, there were just some things your grandma taught me that I don't have to tell everything I know. <laughs> so you've got two juicy secrets. I get it. I, I, you know, I don't, I don't need to let that out. And I'm not doing things cause you know, I'm well, not talking there. I've worked that word. In. <laughs> <laughs> I worked that, worked that word in right to the, from the beginning. So Jose would agree with you. Uh, he, lays out the tangled web that this show currently has as its cast. Um, a big group is sitting around playing truth or dare. And Jose is not into it because he says that he's playing with, quote, his sister, his mom, the woman he's dating, the guy his mom is dating, and Kelly's daughter and Kelly's son. I thought that was perfect. It's, it's, <laughs> it's, I was thinking about this near the end. It's weird that this show has come down to... Uh, three families because you have uh, you right. have Pola and Jose, you have Kelly and Joey, and you have uh, Gabriel and April, and then the one-offs of Stephanie and and Ryan, um, Stephanie and Ryan. Right. So it's really just three families and then two single people, which is a weird thing to say since they're all dating, but like. I don't know. It's interesting that they've really, I noticed it as they were bringing everyone else back onto the show later in the episode. Surprise, our friends return. And I was just like, oh yeah, there's that family, that family, that family, and Billy. Right. <laughs> right. Well, and it was funny because um, we had some technical issues with the with the TV upstairs. And, um, and so I was watching the tail end of it today downstairs. And um, <laughs> your dad, your dad came in and you know, so he was like, well, who were those people when they were kind of coming back? And I said, oh, they got, you know, booted off last time because they didn't match up. So he was like, wait, they had to say who they wanted. And if they didn't match, they got sent home. And I said, yeah. And he goes, well, that's a lot of them. And I said, yeah, more went home than stayed. And he was like, what? And then then he started asking me, he was like, don't they normally send? He goes, they sent them all home at once. Yep. <laughs> he said, well, don't they usually send a smaller number at a time? I mean, you know, he never watches any of these shows either. So um, I was like, yes, that is, this is a different premise than any other dating <laughs> show. But like, even, even, even your father can figure out. <laughs> dad, dad assumes, he's assuming like we did that this show was planned and that they had right. ideas for how they were going to run it. Uh, and that they yeah. would stick to the what was happening. Um, not so yeah, much. <laughs> not so much. Uh, but yeah, this this family uh, that they are we're with uh, is getting into truth or dare. Um, it is more scandalous than I would want to do truth or dare with my family and that big web of people Jose laid out. But honestly, right. not super scandalous. Um, em, uh, so Emma's still there. Uh, and she first says truth kelly asks of her what she first thought when she saw joey and emma says that she had butterflies in her stomach when she saw joey interesting uh kelly wants to split up joey in april because they doesn't think that they're a good mix and uh didn't like how billy treated her son last week uh april says that she thought it was bold of emma to say that 
says that she thought it was bold of Emma to say that since she doesn't know what's up with uh, with Joey and her. Uh, and just because know, Emma, and her, Emma and him are the same age doesn't mean it outweighs the time I've spent with Joey building something meaningful. I know, but she's she gets upset because the girl says she has butterflies in her stomach, but yet she allows her ex-husband to whisk her up and cart her off away from the restaurant where she's having lunch with Joey. And she never comes back. I'm like... Yeah, that was really, okay, I could see where you would think that Emma was rude because Emma said it gave her butterflies while you were playing Truth or Dare. So I'm like, okay. Yeah. Yeah, I also, she says the time that I've spent building something here with Joey, it has to have been like a week and a half tops, right? (laughs) Right, right. I mean, we know that they have not sprung for a month long vacation at this place. That's for sure. Yeah, I know watching watching The Bachelor with Sam, I can often you can kind of look and you're like, okay, at the end of the day, it's it's wild that the people are getting engaged. They have been engaged like through this whole process for about a month now. Right, right. You know, like here it's like I'm sure you could go through and try to line up, you know, every time that there's an evening party, that's one day and let's go through. I really think it has to have been like ten days tops. I'll give it right, two weeks right. max. Yeah, I'm but, not even giving it that. I think 10 days. Yeah, is, I don't. Two weeks yeah. sounds like too long, too. Yeah. Right. right. I think they edit it in some ways that make it seem like we've had an evening and then the next evening something right. happens. But I think that it's actually the same evening that they're both happening. Um, but yeah, I, I they try to do editing like that, but it doesn't stick for me. But yeah. Yeah. We get back to the game, which is it's it's weird. It has the energy of a group of people that don't really know each other and they're all trying to like kind of interact at a party for the first time because I think Emma's the only person that like is new to this group. I guess Emma and McKenna cuz I think they're both there. Yep. Um I I don't know. Truth or Dare feels like a game that you do with like we're a group of college kids that like have known each other for a while and are looking for something to kind of shake things up. Not like, hey, we just met, time for truth or dare. Maybe I'm off base here, but everyone seems very know, awkward about this game. No, it was, yeah, you're right. Well, except for Kelly. Um, but um, it kind of struck me as like that, um, <laughs> like middle school truth or dare or, or uh, you know, middle school spin the bottle vibe where it's like, mm-hmm. we're almost like, oh, don't pick me. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Emma dares Kelly to do a body shot off of Jose. Kelly's like, oh, yeah, is that it? Yeah, no problem. And like, like it's the easiest thing in the world. You've asked her to breathe. Um, she pulls <laughs> it this. off super easy. Do this all the time. Yeah. Joey's mortified. Uh, Paula's mortified. Paula she says. doesn't know where to look. <laughs> she says, I was watching, but I was not watching. I was there, but I wasn't there. <laughs> Uh, that's me was... doing this podcast. Uh, <laughs> what? No, doing like Just... watching the show, watching the show. Oh, okay. Prepping I for the podcast. I was going to say, what? <laughs> uh, Jose decides to get risque. He goes in. He dares April to give Joey a kiss. <laughs> They've been dating for a was, week, dude. It was, it was the most um, just like. A chaste kiss I've ever seen yeah. <laughs> on on a dating show. I you know she and I, she gets a talking head about being like 
time for me to show Emma that this is my man and like this is happening. And then she goes down and then sits next to Joey and then gives him a little smooch on the lips and then two on the cheek. And I was like, thanks, mom. Like, <laughs> I, I, I know. I, that's where I was kind of like, uh, okay. I mean, I don't know what you're, what you're uh, trying to show there with that, but um uh, somewhere between, I was just thinking, somewhere between April and Kelly is where, you know, I would think that for people trying to, you know, establish this love connection that they all talk about, that, you know, you'd think that they'd fall somewhere, somewhere smack dab in the middle. But, but no. Well, and I don't know if there were, if, if there were, um, other scenarios of truth and dare or they only had enough footage for the three that they showed i mean that was kind of funny too that's the biggest thing about this show as a whole for me is that like at the end of the day it's really like this is your best take huh this is uh this is the one that had to make the cut this is all we got here it's a little strange if you ask me but (laughs) i'm i'm watching so uh joey has a little talking head he says I mean, as good as that kiss was, I can't get over the way Billy was treating me. But also, I'm starting to, you know, get feelings for Emma a little bit. It's so funny watching this guy crumple under the weight of someone his own age showing up at the banner. (laughs) Yes. Um, We also get, uh, I think this is an episode in which four couples announce their love for each other and uh, decide what direction they're going to go. They're all at the crossroads of destiny and the fate of four couples hangs in the balance of this episode. My favorite moment happens right now though. And that is when we cut to um, April who's talking with Stephanie and uh, peace, Stephanie's friend. um, And they're talking about Gabriel and peace is saying, Oh, it's, you know, super nice to meet your son. Um, he's so nice and polite and sweet. And as she's saying this, Joey comes in, interrupts the conversation, is just like, excuse me, ladies, I need to talk right now. Uh, he has the most <laughs> awkward introduction and conversation with Stephanie and Peace and then kicks them out to talk to April one on one. He was going to ask April to come. And I thought, wow, that was, you know, bold. <laughs> He's like, y'all have a conversation going on here. You two leave. I mean, <laughs> it's like, <laughs> once again, was, Joey, honey, you just don't get it, do you? <laughs> right as they were but talking about worked, how polite I mean, one of the other boys was. Yes, it was great. Yes. Um, yes. And then you've got this one. They they have a conversation. And. Joey grows like six years over the span of this conversation. Yes. Um, Joey tells her that he thought it was really disrespectful the way that Billy treated him and that she didn't stand up for him. Um, She plays it off like, oh, that's just how Billy is. And Joey, not in these words, but he's like, well, how Billy is sucks. So (laughs) I don't want to anymore. I thought thought Billy was spot on when it came to... When it came to that, I mean, he did. They yeah. were wrong. They were rude, and um, and 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 they owed him, you know. Well, like he said, more respect. It's just you know more cur- mm-hmm. common courtesy, you know. So yeah, uh, April. April says what I think is like the most damning thing of this conversation, where she says, "Here's the thing. You're 20. 
he's my ex-husband and the father of my kids. Yeah, okay. That kind of really puts people into perspective on where they're falling in the pecking order here. Right. Um, for all the talk of like, we've built a lot over this past week and a half. They've known each other for like 20 years at this point, if not right. more. Um, right. She later says, I don't think he knew exactly what was going on and that we've connected. And I didn't mean for, you know, to leave you out like that. Uh, she says that she thinks that he and he and Joey should try to talk again. And Joey puts his foot down and says, look, if he's not acknowledging me, why waste my energy trying to acknowledge him? No, I was going to say, and I mean, she was completely rude. You know, I mean, yeah, she was, she was, yes, he was rude. And you can say that's just how he is, you know, but, um, but she was rude, you know, um, she didn't, she didn't give two hoots about Joey. Um, she didn't say, no, I need to go back. She, I mean, you know, it's not like he handcuffed her and drug her away. I mean, <laughs> she, mm-hmm. she went pretty willingly and that seems to be there. And, and they both kind of alluded to, oh, that's kind of our MO, you know. Um, okay. But, you know, this kid's <laughs> that, not going to stick around. MO. Yeah. yeah. That can be your MO, but your MO sucks. Uh, <laughs> right. And then Joey says, Look, he didn't care to get to know me at all. So excuse my language, but. I could give a fuck about getting to know him, like, at all. Right. Damn, Joey cusses now. <laughs> He's Joey growing has, up. Joey has grown up a lot in the manor. Jo- Joey's the new protagonist of MILF Manor. Uh, welcome aboard. <laughs> this is the Joey Show now. I'm, I'm all on board for Joey, and I never thought I would have said that episode one when I said, who's this kid? No, I know. Uh, I still wonder that sometimes, <laughs> but... But he's <laughs> our little boy's growing up. <laughs> um, he's 20 there, and 10 days now. Yeah. <laughs> you ask him how long he's been at the manor, and he goes this many and holds up both hands. <laughs> uh, <laughs> after we get back from commercial, uh, McKenna and Kelly are talking about Jose. Uh, McKenna says that she likes a lot of things about him and kind of gives them her blessing and asks how Kelly feels. And she says, honestly, I adore him. Um, In a talking head, she says that she likes him, but thinks that they need a little more quality time together. And he doesn't see the passion that she knows her mom wants. I think this is an interview from the last episode as well. So, right. um, right. But yeah, I, I don't know. Kelly gets a lot of flack for being the, quote unquote fakest of the milfs but i think that she's really honest here i think so too i think so too um she's open and and you know and um she definitely has a style that's not that's not my style um both in you know um how she carries herself and 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 how she acts but um you know what she's 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 going for what she wants and you know she's not <laughs> I was gonna say she's not hurting anyone other than Paula, but um, um, but I think I think she I think you're right. I think she is being pretty honest and and pretty open and and sharing her feelings. Um, I thought she might be somebody in the beginning who was you know gonna be kind of a game player and but but she's really not. You know she's she's come across as pretty genuine. Hmm. Yeah. If I I would not have told you episode one that my my power family was uh, Joey and <laughs> Kelly, but here we are, Mom. Can get a yeah. shirt with their faces on it. There you um, 
we cut to Joey pouring Red Bull into a wine glass. Uh, we're adults now. Uh, and Emma <laughs> comes up to him. Uh, Emma is Jose's sister for anyone who's keeping track at home. Um, she says, you know, I'm, I'm leaving tomorrow to head back home. And I know that, you know, uh, you know, I'm from Miami, you're from LA, but would you want to get, uh, but what did you want to get my number? And, uh, Joey seems like he's thinking about it for a minute. He has a talking head in which he says that he's torn between, uh, April and miss Emma. He says this, like he's a preschooler. So we're ages all over the map uh, when it comes to Joey this week. Uh, but he says, what do you want me to put it in as Poppy Joe? I is can't that believe what he I said? officially I... ship Emma and Poppy Joe, but here we are. Yeah, that's what he said. Poppy Joe. Am I missing something? Is that a, do I need to look that up? No, just like Poppy, like, I think you're going for like, you know, daddy, like kind of Ew. trying to play. Ew. Okay. But Ew. also, <laughs> also, Sorry. he is, he is going for Joe, which is a uh, more yes. adult okay. version of his actual name. If you told me that I'd be walking out of this show shipping Emma X Poppy Joe, I would have told you you're crazy, yeah. but here we are. Right, right. Well, and I guess he does have the influence of his mother and sister who are like disco mommy and disco bunny. But I just want to say, Joey, no. It's funny. I backed it up because I, I said, what did he say? And then I, you know, my, <laughs> old, my old ears, I still was like, what did he say? It wasn't English. So Poppy Joe. Okay. No, <laughs> don't put it in as that. <laughs> uh, but yeah, uh, so he gives her his number. We'll see how that develops. Uh, but speaking of texting people the next morning, Jose gets a text. Uh, it is time for the time at the villa to come to an end. And some of you have spent your last night here, which is a very ominous phrasing. Um, but basically the budget came out and they can only afford half the rooms at the end. So they need to kick a couple of the guys out to the hotel where the rates are a little cheaper. Um, it is time to write a letter where you state your intentions and whether or not you want to continue to date outside of the villa. Uh, the text says that they will share their letters tomorrow. The men are going to leave the villa to write their letters in private. Uh, the milfs will get to stay here. It is the milf manor after all. Um, what did you think about this, uh, this ending, mom? Well, I thought, I thought it was a, an interesting choice, um, in the letter writing, um, because I, one, I don't think that's something that a lot of people do these days. And two, um, mm-hmm. you know, they really had to, had to put themselves out there and, um, that can be a scary thing. You know, not everyone's a writer like you. Um, so um, I think the idea of writing, you know, can strike fear in a lot of people's hearts. Um, but especially when the writing is about um, their feelings for someone else when they don't really know, um, um, you know, how the other person feels. And um, it's, I think, daunting enough if, if you're just doing it as a couple um, to try and you know, share your your thoughts and your hopes with the other person, but it's a totally different um, ball game, you know, to do that in front of the other entourage that's going to, you know, um, be coming back to witness this. Um, in addition mm-hmm. to the people that are are the handful that are still left, but then also on you know national TV for the. 
20 or so people that are watching along with us each week. <laughs> but, um, so I mean, there are uh, in dozens that respect, of us on the, the hashtag MILF Manor Twitter threads, mom, dozens of us. Okay. Um, I'll, I'll have to look those up. I don't know. Um, but, um, you know, so I mean, in that respect, I think, I think this is, um, you know, this is kind of can, can be more fearful, um, or fear inducing, you know, than a good round of, uh, of, uh, truth or dare, you know, so, uh, you know, I mean, yeah, let's I, face it, it's, it's, you know, I guess, uh, you know, there's not, not a lot worse, um, that can happen on national TV than for, um, you to profess your, you know, your hopes and your dreams and your love for someone that you hope will go on and they go, eh, nah, I'm out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. hundred percent. Yeah, I, 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 I do. I agree with you. I think that I kind of lose sight sometimes of how getting your thoughts down on a page is hard. I, I think that I've always been a pretty good writer, so I lose sight right. of that being a tough thing to do. At first, I was kind of like, "Why is it so hard for these people to write down their thoughts and feelings in a way that makes sense?" And I was like, "No, it's it's hard to do," and I struggle with that too. I did also. Uh, I did write down that my worst nightmare is being locked in a hotel room with uh, one single obligation that I know has to get done by the next morning. Um, yeah. Cause I will just like, well, I could watch a little, let me see if Mythbusters is on TV. Oh no. The discovery <laughs> channel showing Hitler documentaries again. Oh no. Like I, I, I know that if, if you put me in a hotel room and said, you have to write this thing before tomorrow at 10 AM, I'd be there at nine 50 frantically scribbling. Right. Like, come on, I got to get this done. Right, right. Um, no, I, I know, I know you. But the, <laughs> the, the maddening thing is, though, is that you'll pour it out and it'll be good. That's the maddening thing. So here, I don't, I don't know, <laughs> I don't know. Well, I don't think you, you do because it was a conversation when we went. Um, your dad and I went with you to, um, to your college. Um, um, I don't, I guess it was maybe a tour and, and you were meeting with the, um, the professor, um, who headed up the, um, the creative writing department and, Mm -hmm. um, you came out and you were telling us about, oh, how cool you'll get to do a class. And I don't remember what the title was or the topic, but you said, you know, we'll each write our own, you know, short story or piece or, you know, whatever. Um, and then, and then at some point when, you know, we'll trade them with everybody and critique and, and, you know, get other people's input, you know, so that we could take it from there, you know, with, with peer, um, input. And, um, you went off to do, you know, something wherever your next stop was. And your dad looked at me and was like, he said that like that was going to be fun. <laughs> he said, I would prefer to have hot pokers <laughs> pierce my eyes than to sit in a class like that. So, yeah, there you go. <laughs> your engineer father did not see the joy that you had for that creative writing class. <laughs> so I'm not sure once you got into the class, if you thought that peer review was quite as, as exciting as you thought, but your dad thought it was yeah, almost met, a, I, a fate worse, worse I, than death. Yeah. I met my peers and I was like, Oh, this is not all it's cracked up to be. huh? <laughs> so anyway, yes. That's um, the reason I switched just, majors. <laughs> <laughs> let, let, let me just, let me just share with you that not everyone, you know, um, has has your gift for you know 
last minute writing. <laughs> well, <laughs> I was thinking, when is the last time that I like actively sat down and wrote something that was like a like a personal letter or something? Not like not something uh. fictional, but also not like a um, like I've I've put together like here's a proposal for. Uh, you know, a thing that we do as a network or something like that. Um, but when's well, the last like time I like vows. wrote that? That's what I came up with. I w- yeah, that was where yeah. that's the last like bit of, I think, personal declarative writing I've done. I can't remember other than that. I can't remember the last time I wrote a letter. Mm. Okay. Well, so, I'll expect one. Sounds good. You have, you have 10 days, the time that they had <laughs> on MILF Manor, which means I know that you will wait until nine and three-fourths days but um yep i'll, I'll too be much expecting discover- a letter I'll there's be too much discovery channel to watch on the hotel room tv all right i'll write you a letter sometime while i distract you from that we then we see footage of everyone writing their letters april has good big loopy handwriting um mm-hmm. and then here she says uh that she and joey haven't really gotten down to the nitty-gritty or talked about the important things in life she says that their gap in age range is quite something and she doesn't want to rob someone of their life experience. Sounds to me like she's going to say no. Um, right. Joey says that he's a terrible writer, so it's going to be very difficult. We watch him uh, throw away a bunch of pages along the way because they're writing this by hand. Um, but when he wasn't like physically writing it, he did put together, you know, um, mm-hmm. you know, a cohesive, I thought, a, a cohesive um, string of thoughts, you know. Um, yeah, so anyway, I, I just, I, it just was a, a kind of a mix and I, and I kind of walked away thinking, Hmm, okay. Um, yeah, he really, he struggled to write it, but I, I spoiler alert for the end. I do think that he wrote the best letter of the cast here. Um, I think so. Yes. So I, I you know, I, I think he struggled, but he came out with something really good. We'll get into his actual right. letter later on. But yeah, I think, I think that you're right. I think putting pen to paper was tough, but I think that he nailed it in the end. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, anyway. So yeah. Up next, uh, Stephanie says that she's nervous and that she doesn't think she's ever written a letter to any guy. Um, she says that Gabriel's special to her and she's being vulnerable and putting herself out there and we'll see what God's plan is for her in the end. Everyone take a shot. Uh, she says that she wants to be married again. She wants a partner and she hopes he's willing to commit. And I did not. <laughs> then they shift to Gabriel and his response didn't seem to me that he was matching up with that. But yeah, <laughs> he says, well, I'm uncomfortable with this. I travel a lot. I, I, I know yeah, he's got I, it written down, so I'll <laughs> let you go. But I was like, pretty sure that's I, not a I'm all in, but. Um, yeah, I, the first thing that I wrote is that I've never seen anyone more at ease writing a mushy letter to someone, uh, like Gabriel was, it starts with a big dear Stephanie with a big heart on the top. Um, he writes in like big blocky letters that suit him really well. His handwriting looks like liner notes on an album. Yes. Which I I, I was like this, I I don't know if you put up a board and was like, match the handwriting to the person that's like number one, Gabriel wrote this one. Right. Um, Right. But yeah, like you're saying, he talks about her, her genuineness, her sexiness, how strong and independent she is. She likes about him, but he's also second guessing. He wants kids. He doesn't know how she fits into his lifestyle. He travels. He's doing a lot. He's got his music. Who could say? Starting to see some cracks here. 
I know. He says, he says he's not sure I'll have time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, well, that's encouraging. <laughs> uh, we get to Paula, who says that she wants to be sincere. She wants to be clear, uh, but she's not clear. Her mind isn't clear because she doesn't know what's going on after she leaves the villa. She says that Ryan's very fun, but he lives in Boston, and she doesn't know how strong their connection can stay afterwards. <sighs> Meanwhile, we get Ryan writing his letter. Hmm. His letter started with Dear Paula, and he spelled her name wrong. I know. <laughs> they made such a connection. <laughs> I, I, look, not everyone's a good speller. I get that. You should no, spell the name of the person you're dating right. But he, they do, they do, they do a zoom in on P A U L A. But he pronounces it correctly. I, I truly think that someone on production, like, let him finish his letter and then pulled him aside and was like, hey, her name is Paula. Like, Paola. her name is not yes. Paula, like you'd find right. in the Midwest. It is, right. it is. Paula. I, I truly think. And I think that that's why when he was reading it later, he was like, dear Paula. Pa- okay. <laughs> like, okay. He did hit it okay. really that could hard. Because he did. And he I hit it. It was funny because that stuck out to me because I thought. Well, he pronounces it right, but he spells it wrong. Yes. <laughs> um, yeah, he says that he's using the time that he's writing to look into his feelings for her. He sings again. Oh, uh, no. <laughs> and then says uh, that the song is unfinished because it's a story I don't want to end. That's how I feel about her. I'm going to put my heart and soul all over this letter. That's cute. Uh, yeah, we'll give him points for that. Uh, we get, uh, Jose who says that he's a roller coaster of emotions. Uh, I noticed he, he does, he wrote his letter, like a letter letter and put the address in the top right of the letter. Um, so he knows how to write a letter, even if I don't. Right. Uh, cause right. I would not have thought to do that. Um, and he says, there are a lot of factors we need to consider, which makes me wonder if this is a match for me or not. They really hammer hard that. Jose might uh, not be as into this in in yeah. all of his talking heads. I, I I really thought, oh well, that's it. He's he's you know he's rethought it and and um, you know this is going to be the end. But so uh, so it is something where you know I think that they definitely were cutting it um, you know and, and sharing it so that they were setting up a little bit of. Oh, will they, won't they, you know, um, for mm-hmm. the lead in. But um, yeah. Meanwhile, Kelly says that she's really emotional because she feels like she can tell him how he's been feeling the whole time they've known each other. All 10 days. Uh, she says, for the first time, I really feel like I've connected with someone who really gets me and has my back. I really just don't want to say goodbye. There's no doubt in her mind that they're meant to be. I think so. Well, I think she feels they're they're meant to be that that she wants it to be you know definitely mm-hmm. and um i think she's vulnerable you know because because um she doesn't know and i thought it was interesting when she said you know there was there's a difference between saying that that you can tell someone how you really feel and them then having your back you know and um mm-hmm. so i think i think um i think just because of of how she kind of puts herself out there and um I think she probably is somebody who who has had people, you know, who have kind of come along and, you know, gone behind her and 
So um, anyway, I, I thought that I just thought that was, you know, she was really um, showing her vulnerability. Yeah, I think so, too. I Kelly has been the biggest roller coaster of a person <laughs> I've seen on this show. Yes. Because uh, if you if you ask, do I like Kelly? I'm like, well, let me break out my dissertation on. I don't know. I like Kelly. She's also she's very what you see is what you get. And she's very hard on her sleeve and very she feels very genuine and mm-hmm. genuine isn't always a good thing with Kelly, right, <laughs> if right. that makes sense. No, that's yeah. Um, but but I think that she is. I, I think that the fina- a finale with Kelly in it is much more interesting than a Kelly than a finale without her. Definitely. And then we're going to cut back to the pier. Uh, our friends are back, uh, including <laughs> <Yay>! Harrison. <laughs> I, I was surprised Harrison came back. So <laughs> I know <laughs> I guess Char- Charlene grabbed him at the airport and was like, no, 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 come back. We've got, <laughs> right. We got to go film a thing. Uh, everyone's back. I have no real notes. Cause nobody really says anything. Nobody really Except says anything. Jimmy has a, yeah. Jimmy has a really nice uh, cowboy hat, which I like. Um, Shannon hopes that things are panning out well for Ryan. She does not mention Jose. Um, <laughs> We get, it's kind of funny. We get the, uh, it feels like at a wedding where you get like the three bridesmaids go forward because, um, Kelly, Paula and, and, and April, they, they all like, basically all of the, the rejects come and they sit down on their benches and then oh yeah like Kelly walks out and stands by the side and then, uh, Paula walks out and stands by the side and then, uh, April walks out and stands by the side and then Stephanie gets like. A slow motion glamour shot reveal as she walks out. And I was like, oh, I guess they like one of these a lot more than the other ones. Right. Okay. <laughs> right. Right. It's It was very weird. Um, no, I thought I thought you were going to say, you know, then they go back. The ones that they interviewed, of course, from the, you know, the ones that went home were um, just happened to be, you know, the ones that were um, wanting um, Jose you know, as well. So um, yeah, pretty much. Yeah. I, no one said anything about it, which I was, I was surprised by. I really thought, no, I know. Like, I'm hoping but, that they say no. Right. But it was kind of funny, like you said, because um, Shannon, you know, was like, Oh, I hope that, that Ryan has found love, you know, no comment about any, anybody else. Um, uh huh. But then like so young and, um, and Jimmy were talking and I don't, I don't know. Um, so young just kind of seemed to, have this, you know, kind of like smirk, like, yeah, we'll see if they found, you know, if they found love. I don't, I think she'd be just uh-huh. as happy if, if none of them matched up, you know? <laughs> yeah. I, I do Sincerity think that like, was lacking in her comments. <laughs> I do think that, uh, yeah, for C, for, for C Young, I think Jimmy's there to have a good time. I think right. the C Young's kind of like, yeah, I don't really want to see Jose, but you know what? I guess we'll cheer for him and Kelly now. Um, but then you also see like Lisa and Ryan S are there and they're just like, we're just right. here to get paid. Uh, right. Charlene does not seem super happy to be there. Cause I think that she's like, great. I'm the one person that actively got rejected on this show. Right. So right. happy to, so good to see you all again. Love being <laughs> right. here. Yeah. Um, please put <laughs> Ryan S on the other bench. Um, right. But yeah. Uh, then we see uh, Gabriel comes out and he, also has a really good cowboy hat. Uh, I think he and Jimmy had to have coordinated this. They look great. 
Um, and it is time for the big reveals, the big announcements. I don't know what you'd call this. It's time for the letter reading ceremony. Right. I don't have her whole letter in my notes, but Stephanie says, uh, Gabriel, never imagined I could open up to someone at a young age as you. Uh, I had no idea who I was going to meet or how it would play out. However, you were the guy that always stood out to me. Uh, I'm glad Ryan wasn't there. They didn't cut to Ryan. Um, she starts crying and she says that she's attracted to his confidence, his energy, and the way that he loves his mom. Um, she says, they say that a man who has a great relationship with his mom is a man you must keep, uh, which is what I tell my wife. And I remind her that I host a podcast with my mom. Um, (laughs) and she says, I don't, I don't know what to call our relationship as we leave the villa, but I want it to be as deep and loving as it is today. And then, uh, Gabriel comes out and reads his note and says, uh, from the no, wait, very beginning, left, I was wait. Oh, you left out my favorite part where she says, "Thank you for being so damn amazing." <laughs> yes, she did. <laughs> I'm gonna needlepoint that on a pillow. <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, he says, "I was struck by your energy and beauty." After date one, I knew I didn't want to be with anyone else. I want to be creative and go all in to prove how special you truly are. I thank you so much for this. With love, Gabriel Jane. <laughs> I was like, well, okay. Most of what he said was in the past tense. So I wasn't I wasn't thinking he was moving forward. Yeah, we get in a talking head. Stephanie says that the letter didn't seem like he was willing to commit. And then she says, so what do you want? And there's a long look waiting at Gabriel. Uh, and then we cut to commercial. Uh, Mom, did you know that luxury results don't need luxury price? Uh, if you know, you know that it's Pantene. And you can also shop at Target for great deals. It's Easter fun made easy. And then... And then we get back to poor Gabriel. Yeah, sure. Yeah, why not? He says... Of course. And he can't wait to get back to L.A. It's not like a super huge declaration, and it felt really weird to me. Did you get the same vibe? I got the exact same vibe. Okay. Yes. He 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 just read the letter, and she was like, so what do you mean? And he's like, oh, yeah, of, of course. <laughs> sure. Let's uh, take this forward. And it was then like, we get... It was, it was kind of like, oh... Oh yeah, that's what we were supposed to say in this letter, right? <laughs> oh, I for, did I did I not include a thesis statement here? Hold on. Um, they get a talking head together. Stephanie says that she's excited to take him to her church, and Gabriel says that he will burn up. <laughs> I Finn, <don't> know. <laughs> that's the show. There we go. Good there night, everyone. Go. There we go. I want to see what happens when I want to, I want to like, you know, a reunion next year. And, and, and I want to know, you know, if he burned up when he <laughs> walked into the church. So there Spontaneous some, combustion. I, I know that there were some watch parties uh, that were hosted at different clubs um, in LA. Uh, Cause I saw some advertisements and there was one that was like, come watch the finale with, uh, Stephanie and Billy and April. And now that I'm saying this, I'm remembering that April is Gabe's mom. So he probably showed up too and was like, Hey, we, we made it. Right. Maybe they're still together. Who could say? 
Okay, well, never mind. That was a good little tangent, Andrew. No, um, I uh, I find that interesting because I would have loved to have been a fly on the wall to see what they thought. I mean, you know, you kind of think a watch party. You think of people being like, yay, no. I mean, there was uh-huh. nothing in here where I was like, oh. I mean, <laughs> it was like, <laughs> I mean, about the only, you know, thing I had to really comment was, huh, okay. No. <laughs> so... I'm just, you know, it'd be interesting to see the big watch party with everybody sitting there like crickets, you know. <laughs> yeah, I, there's there's not there's not a lot of exciting going on with this show. It's been tough hosting a podcast about it. <laughs> <laughs> We've done it pretty well, but you know, I I only I I only really listen to two podcasts, and and it's it's yours, um, um, and not this one, um, and. Um, and you know one of my uh, one of my crime ones that I listen to. So, hold on. What what crime podcast do you listen to? Um, it is called um, Appalachia Mysteria. Appalachia Ooh. Mysteria. Yes. So they they go back and walk through some old um, old crime scenes. You know, so old old crimes, I guess. So um, interesting. Anyway, it is interesting. Okay. Well, I'm happy to make the top two cut. There you go. <laughs> Uh, meanwhile, Joey gets the world's least flattering villa intro. He walks on and they do like the slow, they, 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 they retroactively give the other moms the slow-mo, but also the guys as they walk in and they give it to him, right? As he's kind of like, I don't know, walking. It's like he's chewing gum with his mouth open and like rolling his eyes back. And he's kind of like, (laughs) they really go out of their way to be like, what a dunce. I know. It's it really is a little intro. Right. Right. Everyone else. They're just like, we're going to get you looking sexy. And him, they're just like, oh, good. We found we found him with his finger in his nose. Right. The slow-mo cam. Go, go, go. No, I know it is. It's like Joey. They just like you said, they just pan, you know, at him almost like coming out of the bathroom, tucking his shirt in. I mean, (laughs) he's got toilet paper stuck to his foot. He's trying to chase it around, (laughs) but he keeps he turns and it moves out of his way. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. Um, I mean, they just, they, they treated him, they treated him bad. I started off, you know, this series going, oh my gosh, what adult. And now I'm like, you're treating Joe bad. <laughs> so. Excuse me, that's a 23-year-old boy. Show me, you're a 23-year-old man. Show him some respect. He's earned a couple extra years um, actually, in my eyes. Actually, he's, tw- oh, he's earned a few. I was like, he's 20, he's, Andrew. Yeah. Okay. In my yes. eyes, he's all okay, the way up you've... to 23. He's grown. All right. All right. Um. No, I I have his whole uh, his whole letter in my notes here. He says, "The second I saw you, my eyes lit up like a Christmas tree. From our first conversation, I started a bond with you, and my mind was completely opened into areas I didn't know I had. You unlocked me. You proved to me that age is just a number on your driver's license. You've truly changed my life forever. Without meeting you, I would never be able to see my true potential within myself, or as you like to call me." my old soul. You've taught me the art of happiness, how to communicate, and most importantly, how to show and receive happiness from the person you love most. To sum things up, April, I'm so glad I met you, and I would love to continue dating outside of the villa. Damn, that is a 25-year-old man writing that note. It was It was well done. It was well done. And any any woman other than April should be, you know, happy to, happy to receive it. <laughs> And you I, know, and and she is um, flattered. That's what she says. <laughs> yes. Uh, 
she says, Dear Joey, even though you're only 20, you have it together. You said that you saw a light around me and a halo over my heart. That meant so much to me. I sincerely have nothing but good to say about you, Joey. Thank you, sweet Joey, and I love you lots. Let's continue to help each other and grow together on our journey. As a 20-year-old man, I'm sure this will appear appeal to you. You're free, Joey. Free to be close to me and close to someone else. If, for example, you'd like to see where things go with Emma and where things go from there, you have my blessing. She's letting him down easy, and Gabriel thinks it's a good choice. Yeah. I thought it was nice. I, I did too, because... Uh... I mean, it, it was it was nice. She did it. She did it very well. And I think I think uh, you know she was seeing that. Okay, it's not just a case of uh, you know I want this for me, but but I want him to have what what he wants and what he needs. You know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, Joey says I'm a little let down, but life goes on, and if you get a shot down, or but life goes on, and if you get shot down, you get back up. I'd like to find someone with a soul connection. It might be Emma. It might be someone else down the road. And then, uh, yeah, they, they get a talking head together and they say that they are leaving the villa as BFFs. And then he looks down and says, your feet have to be killing you in those heels. She says, you have no idea. And he says, well, here. And he picks her up and he carries her off. Now, I thought that was kind of Joey's last, you know, haha. I'm, you know, and it's like, there, you you like someone who comes in and sweeps you off your feet? I can do that too, and I'm doing it because <laughs> because I care about you and your your little hurt feet, and not just because you know you were the papa bear trying you're to mine. swoop in. You know, you're mine. I own you. So yeah, yeah, I liked that. Good for Joey. Good for Joey. Uh, we next get uh, Ryan and pa- Ryan and Paula. Um, <laughs> He starts up, he hits the O hard. I think someone told him what's up. Uh, He says, or he writes, you are truly one of the most amazing women I've met in my lifetime. As our story continues, I will continue to deliver and add to every chapter as promised. With unmatched style, grace, excellence, and humility, I see the love that you're capable of giving. Culturally, we're very different, but our hearts are the same. You don't have to hide your imperfections. I think they're sexy. You can be vulnerable with me, baby. I'm your protection. And now, as promised, this verse to your song is unfinished, like the business I have with you. I invite you to continue creating with me, one baby step at a time. I think this is a really good note, but I do think that referring to your relationship as the business I have with you is kind of weird. No, I thought that was I thought that was weird. I was like, you need a thesaurus. Yeah. It it seemed like they didn't get anything in the hotel room. It seemed like they had no phones, no anything. No, it's just I know. like them right. and a piece of paper just looking. No, like yeah, yeah. You're right. You're know. right. And none of them were like Webster's Dictionary defines love as right. Like there's none of that too, which means right. that they couldn't even Google how to write a love letter. Right, right. And Joey, Joey couldn't look up, you know, experience. <laughs> so, <laughs> um. Yeah, uh, and then uh, Paula writes, I can't even begin to express the emotions that are currently running through my head, my heart, and everywhere in between. I have a note here that says, so her throat. Um, There have been many moments in my life where I was just absent and going through the motions. In this case, I was able to be present every moment I experienced with you. While we explored other possibilities, we were still looking for each other's company. That's when I realized I shouldn't be afraid and just go for it. 
Thank you for my song, and let's let our future decide the last words of that song. Every story has a beginning and a middle and an end, or a continuance in this case. I believe there's room for more chapters to be written, like coming to Miami will be soon. And he says, yeah, I'll go to Miami. Let's do this. And they decide that they're going to be together. What do you think, mom? Okay. <laughs> I, I don't I, know. I like this, them together. You do. And I, I'm just kind of like, okay. I mean, I don't know. I'm glad <laughs> that they found each other. I, I, you know, but I think everybody deserves a little love, but uh I don't know. There wasn't anything. I wasn't pulling for them. I wasn't, you know, I'm not dis, uh, you know, dissatisfied by it by any strokes. But mm-hmm. I'm just saying there, you know, um, I'm and I'm not someone who likes, you know, competitive like where one group has to win. Um, I just I was like, okay, good. Oh, that's nice, you know. Um, but I, <laughs> psh, sorry, I didn't have a, I, I didn't have the connection that they had with each other. I get that. I get that, and I think that you're not wrong. <laughs> I think I think that I am. Uh, I think that I'm grading on a curve where I'm like, I think this is the best relationship on Milf Manor, and I think that like those last three words are doing a lot of heavy lifting. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, Shannon has a talking head where she says that she is ecstatic for them. She does not sound like she is ecstatic no, for them. I was going to say, or look like she is. She's like, I mean, it no. was so funny because she says, I'm ecstatic for them. I mean, <laughs> it would be like, you know, if I just said to you, when you said, you know, what do you think about Ryan and pa- Paula? And I said, I'm ecstatic for them. You know, <laughs> you know I, straight, I think she's faced. just mad. I know. I think that she's mad that the possibility is that she will have to see Jose at Thanksgiving. Oh, I hadn't thought of that. Oh, I hadn't thought of that. That's so that's the weird that's, that's the, the weird weirdness thing. of this yes. show. I really hadn't like, thought of that. If, if let's presuming that the, the, the couples that get together after this stay together. Presuming that they they all get married after this and everything's great and everyone stays together and it's happy. There's a potential that there will have to be a Thanksgiving dinner in which Shannon has to hang out with Jose and Kelly and potentially <laughs> Joey. <laughs> Joey, whether that is through April or if Joey goes on and dates Emma and then her her new uh, daughter-in-law, Paula, is bringing her daughter who's dating Joey. Like, there's (laughs) – the family trees that get generated out of this show are wild and (laughs) tangled. Well, actually, I think that is, I think, the true show. I mean, maybe this is just the prequel. I don't know. It is kind of a, you know, oh, what a tangled web we weave, you know. My goodness. But but there's but there's not really any deception going on, but uh, that's a tangled uh-uh. web for sure. So, okay, and I do think uh, it's yeah. interesting – that throughout oh, this podcast, both both you and I have been yawning. So, <laughs> <laughs> it, look, it's a late night, listeners. I, <laughs> I'm editing them out the best I can. <laughs> but I'm kind of like, well, it goes it goes with the whole plot of this show. This this you know, this is the the most boring finale I've ever watched of anything. You know. <laughs> And that includes a few of your all shows growing up, you know, Zach and Cody or, you know, <laughs> Hannah Montana. <laughs> and I know I haven't, hit any, I, I haven't hit any of the shows you've watched, but 
Uh, no, you. I mean, honestly, I, remember, I was there. <laughs> <laughs> I hated oh, Rugrats. Rugrats creep me no, out. No, I know. Um, I was going to say, oh, who was the one that you watched with the little guy who? Oh, it was like all the kids and the parents. The parents the disappeared. Well, the the little kid with the glasses. Jimmy that, Neutron. Jimmy Neutron. There you go. Sorry, but but, <laughs> but I digress. The little guy. All the parents disappear, and all I can remember—well, not all—but but my one favorite line from that was his buddy. Was it Carl? Who was you know? All the parents are gone, and he's like, "I'm peeing in the shower." <laughs> I think that I was can. Sheen, but yeah. Oh, Sheen, yes, Sheen. <laughs> so there's a blast from the past. Anyway, back yeah, to... Yeah, <laughs> I haven't thought about that movie in a long time. Sorry, back to back to uh, MILF Manor. Less less interesting shows. Uh, speaking of Jimmy Neutron, uh, they get a talking head and they say that the next step is no kids, no moms. <laughs> <laughs> and last but not least, we get Jose and Kelly. And all the other ones have been the guy reads first, but this one, Kelly got to go first, which was the first time that I thought, uh-oh, something's wrong. Uh, Jose also gets a talking head where he says, I know what my decision is about Kelly. I just don't want to disappoint her. And Kelly reads from the first time I saw you, I was like, wow. And you just did it again. And then when we first spoke, I thought you weren't real because you're too perfect. When you listen to people, I can tell you listen to everything they say. And that's when I knew you were really something special. When you accepted our first date, it made me so nervous, but excited. I remembered you saying you take things very slow. So I decided I'll back off and I waited patiently, hoping we'd have some more time together to see if it would blossom into something more. I know we have distance between us, but I'm willing to make the effort to keep this connection together and see where it goes. So Jose, it's an easy decision for me to want to spend more and more time with you. I want to lift you up, empower you and cheer you on into becoming the man you were created to be. Love Kelly, AKA disco mommy. I'm going to write, AKAs into the uh, the salutation the, the is the salutations no the ending bit of any li- letters I write from now on I'm gonna just write <laughs> all of my nicknames into <laughs> love love Andrew AKA Sherms AKA the Shermanator AKA and then we get the nervous one Jose steps up and he says he says dear Kelly there are so many things that I want to say you're a bright brave and admirable woman. So full of energy and life. I know we've enjoyed each moment day by day. And then Kelly says, oh. And then he says, as this part of our adventure comes to an end, I am hopeful that we'll have new ones to look forward to together. Yours truly, Jose. I really think Jose wrote this off in five minutes and then proceeded to just watch TV the rest of the night. Because he really, for the last letter of the show, it's just like, you're cool. Let's keep dating. Deuces. Jose. I, and and he was the one that, oh, granted, he was, granted, he was, you know, telling everybody the same thing. But he was Mr. Suave. Mr. <laughs> you know, Suave. Yeah. Suave. Uh-huh. And here it's like none of that, you know, so. <laughs> I'd have thought he'd have a little more cheese with his, you know, delivery, but, but, but maybe that was, he's just putting it out there, you know, but I, I don't know. Maybe he really didn't know what to say. I really thought that, um, I really thought that his was going to be a no go, you know, I, uh, the way they were kind of, you know, building it up and all. And, um, um, 
I thought Kelly was was going to be, you know, left disappointed. So um, I thought it was I thought it was interesting with the way I mean, he didn't profess his, you know, but I don't I don't know that he I don't know that, you know, to say, well, he didn't profess his love. It's like, well, I don't they haven't been there long enough to really feel that, you know, I don't know. Yeah, I well, I think that I think Kelly also thought that he was turning her down because she. Right. He gets partway through the thing and she goes, she says like, oh, this is like, oh, right. And it, it is a like, ah, fuck, I'm getting dumped. Like it is a, it is a, <laughs> I've heard this speech before right. to the point that right. like he finishes and she's like, wait, what'd you, though, we're good. I know. Like we're, we're, so in the we're good. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, shouldn't you, if, if you're, if you're, you know, telling someone that you want to move forward, you know, it's almost kind of like they got to him and said, hey, string her along. I mean, but he doesn't seem like the type that would do that, you know, but but that's where I just I was like, huh, this was this was not what I what I saw coming. And again, you know, OK, well, that was boring. I mean, it wasn't like, oh, that was really <laughs> sweet or oh, he let her down gently or oh, he really loves her or, you know, I mean, it was just like, oh, <laughs> so. <laughs> yeah, Um but I don't think he's going to last. I don't think he's going to last 10 minutes at the dinner table at their house. No, I, I think that say what you will about where these relationships are going to, are going to go and how these guys really feel. I think those can be debated. I do think that at the end of the day, all of these guys at the very least were like, I'm not going to dump her on television. Like I'm not going right. to be right. the guy. Cause I think honestly, I could have seen Joey saying we're done. Um, yeah, but, but oh, yeah. he, you know, but he said, you know what, I'm going to write a nice letter. We're going to keep right. this going. And then after this, we'll go <laughs> right. after this, I'll text right. you and be like, Hey, right. I just wanted a good ending for TV. We're well, going home. But like, or, but you know, it's like when push comes to shove, you know, when you're away, when you're, you know, in the beautiful locale of MILF Manor, mm-hmm. <laughs> um, paddleboard capital of the world, evidently, um, uh, you know, it is it is something to say, okay, well, we can make this work. But then when you get back to it, and you know, it's like, well, I've got to come to Miami, or you've got to come to LA, or I've got to come to Boston, you know, mm-hmm. it's then reality, set, you know, you get back, and it's like, eh, reality sets in, it's, you know, so, um, but, but um, I think, I think you're right. I think they're, I think these here, I think these were nice boys. <laughs> I did kind of chuckle every yeah. time. Every time they say the men will leave, I was like, "What men? Oh, the boys." Okay, sorry. Well, there's um, Joey, but otherwise, <laughs> yeah, a bunch of boys. You know, but um, anyway, so I don't. I don't know. Like I said, it was. Um, ha! Huh, it's not like I'm going to go back and rewatch any of them uh, or tell anyone else to <laughs> <laughs> watch any of them. You know. Yeah. Well, we only have, I only got a couple more notes left, mom. Don't worry. Uh, (laughs) I'm going to string it along because then I don't get my weekly, my weekly podcast calls. So I'll, I'll keep calling you. Don't worry. All right. Um, All right. You heard it here, folks. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Say it with me now, mom. Pola heard Jose's decision and is disappointed. Disappointed. She's. Oh, for five at this point, or <laughs> this episode. That's she, right. she at least says, at this moment, I see their intentions and I need to give them a chance. I yep. thought, I thought that was the biggest, you know, change. Uh, 
of the whole show, you know, really. There's a lot of character development this episode. That's uh, right. She's accepting Kelly. Joey cusses now. Uh, it's really <laughs> up, onward and upward this episode. Ryan still hasn't finished that song. Nope. <laughs> uh, he's saving Joey it for the reunion. Yeah. <laughs> Joey is ecstatic for his mom and Jose because uh, she really deserves someone who really knows how to handle all of her energy and is on the same wavelengths as her. Secretly, I think that he's excited for his mom because that means that there's more of a reason for him to stay in touch with Emma. That family <laughs> dynamic is going to get weird as well. I don't necessarily know how uh, you refer to each other in that relationship, but here we are. Um, we we got a couple of uh, little quotes near the end. As everyone kind of celebrates together and we get a couple last talking heads, uh, Shannon says that it was a special time where she learned a lot, probably too much. <laughs> uh, Stephanie says, have fun. Age is just a number and let God uh, guide you to make the right decision. And then we got, I thought this was really cute. And maybe I'm just seeing uh, Joey through rose colored glasses now. But he says, I learned a lot uh, about my mom on this trip. And she says, like what? And he says, I learned that your bathroom is always a mess, just with all of your makeup strewn everywhere. And she kind of gives him a look like, really? And she goes, that's it? That's all you learned? And he said, oh, well, I knew all the other stuff. I knew you were crazy, but in a good way. <laughs> and I thought that was cute. I did too. No, I did too. I did too. Um, Jose says that they found a family here more than anything. And he and, uh, his mom, they say there's love and happiness to be found and we're not obstacles in each other's love life. Yeah. I thought that was good. I thought that was really cute. And with that, that is a wrap on MILF Manor. <sighs> you ready for season two? I can't imagine that there's going to be one. <laughs> Honestly, even if there is, I am I am taking your responsibility away and freeing you from <laughs> the podcaster's path. You no longer have to watch for content's sake, mom. You're free. Okay, maybe uh, maybe I'll make you listen to my uh, Appalachia Mysteria <laughs> podcast. <laughs> Sounds good. Um, well, this has I been. This has been a lot of fun. Um, I have learned um, from you and from the Learning Channel. Um, and I think I've taught you a thing or two about what I know, you know. So um, I've, I'm, I've learned I'm not, a lot. <laughs> I'm not living under a rock here, you know. Well, Mom, I've got something, uh, something for you. Um, you know, when I said earlier that someday I'd write you a letter? Yes. That is called foreshadowing. Uh, <gasps> and I would like to read you something now. <laughs> this is a little weird in the fiction of the show they were writing to the person that they were dating i'm aware i just thought this was a cute way to end the show don't at me dear mom <laughs> when i asked you to be my co-host i had no idea what a wonderful journey we were about to embark on or just how terrible this show was going to be <laughs> but still you stuck through me as we had to endure lessons in eating ass blindfolded mother-son massage sessions and the weirdest close-up makeout sessions ever put to film all while desperately yearning for the sweet embrace of death <laughs> but i wouldn't have had anyone else beside me on this journey i've really enjoyed bringing you into my world as a podcaster and it's been a joy and a blessing hearing you get more and more comfortable each week even as the content got less and less comfortable 
You've helped me turn a joke about podcasting about a terrible show into reality, but it's become a podcast I care about just as much as any of my others. While I didn't end up truly caring about any of the couples from the show, I love what you and I have created together. Thank you for joining me at the manor that everyone is intent on calling a villa, and we'll have to make a much less awkward trip together soon. Your son and co-host, Andrew. Oh, I love it. I love it. Well, thank <laughs> you. Thank you. Thank you. It has been um, it has been a lot of fun, Andrew. And when you first asked me, I was cringing um, at the idea. <laughs> well, that was just the trailer. But but I have always said when when my kids ask me to do something with them, I'm going to do it. And so I swallowed hard and said, okay, I'll watch Milf Manor with you. Um, and you were gracious <laughs> enough to say, okay, mom, you know, I'll let you, um, um, you can back out. Um, you were gracious enough to say, I'll tell you gently if this is not working and you're a dud. <laughs> um and um, so I appreciate your um, bringing me along and teaching me. No, mom, the headphones get plugged in to the little hole with the picture <laughs> of the headphones above it. That's why you can't hear me. Um, <laughs> but it really has been fun, and um, and and I wouldn't have missed it um, for the world. So thank you for asking. Um, and I hope you know. Some of the listeners out there, the two listeners that we have, <laughs> um, <laughs> or more, um, you know, have enjoyed it as, as well. But I know they haven't enjoyed, have not enjoyed it as much as I have. So thank you. Well, good. I know they. I, I know that uh, everyone has really enjoyed hearing you. Um, I've I've gotten I've gotten a lot of people messaging me to say that it's been nice hearing you kind of come out of your shell and uh, <laughs> that they can tell that you're getting more comfortable with this as it goes on. Just like. Honestly, just like any other podcaster, um, welcome, welcome to podcasting, mom. Uh, well, it's a weird, it's a weird world, but you are officially a podcaster now. Wear it with pride. I will, I will. I wouldn't have wanted to do it with anybody else. So thank you, dear. All right. Well, and I want I a copy. I soon. want a copy of that letter, but you have to redact a few of those <laughs> words in there. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll I'll frame it so you can put it on your mantelpiece. All right. I love you, Mom. I love you too, babe. Thank you so much. Bye. Bye. I'm just a girl, a wonderful girl, the sweetest one in town. You can search miles around, and no one like me can be found. I've got a smile, a beautiful smile, in a certain little way. Every time the boys get near me, they look at me and say, Red hot mama, red hot mama, I'm the one. Devil, throw 